0: Hello there everyone. Shane Obershaw from Ann Podcast For All. Hey, this is Jeff Winslow from An Podcast For All. This is episode 3 on season 1 and we are joined today by a guest we're going to talk to in just a few seconds that has seen 57 Metallica shows in 17 states over 3 countries. Jeff, how many countries have you been to?
1: Uh, let's see. Uh um... Does landing just being in the airport count?
0: Oh, that counts. You're on the soil.
1: Okay. Uh, boy, was it four or five?
0: I'd say about that.
1: Yeah, I think that's about it.
0: Band wise. <laughs> Band wise, yeah. Um, he's also seen 890 sporting events. Wow. 226 concerts for a total of 1,116 events. I think that's more concerts than I've played in my life. I think you're right. <laughs> he sent us an email, and I saw those stats, and I thought, dude, we need to make this the the second guest. Last week was awesome, but uh, this week's even more awesome. I'm excited, man. Before we launch into that and uh, launch our guest into the show, speaking of launch, did you see the SpaceX rocket?
1: Oh, yeah. We were watching it live. It was... Oh, uh... How cool was, was that? Yeah, man, it was super cool. Great day for America, and just I don't know, just seeing everyone come together for something you know positive like that was super cool. And just the technology that it goes into that thing, I, I saw a couple different pictures showed the cockpits of different shuttles throughout the years, and it's just crazy to see how complicated it looked at or looked like at one right. point, and how. I mean, I don't want to say simple because I know it's not simple, but it just looks very simplified compared to how it used to be.
0: Things have changed. There's only like three iPads. I think anybody could do it now.
1: Right, right. Yeah, my kids could run SpaceX.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The coolest thing was is they drove the astronauts to the pad in a Tesla Model X.
1: Of course they did.
0: (laughs) Right. That was the highlight of the day.
1: Yeah, it seems fitting.
0: It wasn't going Mach 14 in you know, nine seconds. It was the Tesla.
1: It was going zero to 60 in three seconds.
0: Yeah, craziness. It was a ludicrous launch.
1: Oh, absolutely. They had to get them prepared. That was just the the warm-up gig.
0: The other thing you texted me yesterday was we can officially say, I am the table, I am the chair for Mr. James Hetfield.
1: Yeah, it officially exists uh, for anyone that is curious. There is a table out there. With, a, I want to say, a circa 2008-2009 uh, picture of James Hutfield planted right on the frickin' table.
0: I think so. so. He,
1: yeah, so he's like, he truly is the table now. In fact, you know, I think he needs that chair, or that table. I almost said that chair.
0: I want to be the chair. Yeah, I mean,
1: I guess I can put my face on a chair. That just means everyone's ass is going to be in my face.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the wild thing is... Last week, you and I both said I am the table at the same time in Episode 2 with our friend from Chicago. Yes, yep. And now this comes out. The other weird thing is we talked about the Jump in the Fire trivia minute. And I said we're going to take all our contestants from the first season and put them into like a March Madness bracket. That was on Monday. Remember that?
1: I do remember.
0: On Tuesday, Metallica comes out with a bracket called Some Kind of Bracket and everyone gets to vote for the next two weeks via Facebook and Instagram for your favorite or best song.
1: You know, I uh, I saw that. I instantly looked for the first St. Anger song that I could find. <laughs> I
0: know where you're going with this. St. Anger over Disposable, just saying. <laughs> what a matchup. Disposable versus Street Anger. Yeah, I know. I'm the world's worst Metallica fan. You voted for it, didn't you?
1: I actually did not vote because at the time I just saw the picture, and then and you thought, "Oh my God, yeah, I just and then I haven't really seen much about it lately.
0: So I think Metallica copied our "I am the table" quote. Yeah, followed yeah. the next day by the trivia bracket. I think we should probably um, probably contact them, Podcast For all's legal team and pursue this.
1: Yeah, there could be a legal batter, a legal batter, legal battle,
0: a battle. We budgeted like eighty grand this year for legal fees, didn't we?
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: (laughs) I think we should go after them. It's time. Absolutely. The cool, the cool thing about that voting I was looking today. Actually, the uncool thing was Dyer's Eve was up against Master of Puppets.
1: Oh, that's a tough choice because. Dyer's Eve, that has my favorite Kirk solo of all time. But Master of Puppets, I mean
0: I I thought it was gonna be pretty close, and I think Puppets was at 90%, and Dyer's obviously at 10, and I was like, wow. That's too that's too far off. But there was ones today that surprised me. I thought No Leaf Clover was one of the greatest hits. It was interesting to see that Moth into Flame was above Clover this afternoon. Now that's weird because I don't care yeah.
1: I don't care what anyone says. All the shows that we've played, uh we get a tremendous response from No Leaf Clover. And not that we don't get a good response from Moth, but right. Clover definitely, I would say for our live crowd definitely takes the cake there.
0: Absolutely. I was I was really surprised. Also surprised that uh Of Wolf and Man was tied with All Nightmare Long. And I thought wherever I may Rome was gonna blow out Cthulhu and those were like fifty two to forty eight.
1: Well, that's not bad.
0: You never know when you have fifty million people voting every hour on that site, probably. Right. When there's, you know, those hidden Saint Anger fans out there. <laughs> you better get on there and vote. I know I will. And I know you're using Facebook and Instagram, so you're voting twice, so it's pretty much a it's pretty much collusion.
1: Well, got to do what you got to do, man. <laughs> Maybe I'll just vote for one and then vote for the other.
0: Yeah, probably. Well, without uh, further ado, episode three in season one, I would like to welcome to the show Mr. Matt Angeli from Denver, Colorado. What's up, Matt? Hey,
2: what's going on, guys?
0: Hey, Matt. How's it going? Just another day in the Metallica world. Thanks for joining us.
2: Did you guys light your uh, the 24 candles for the uh, Lode's 24th birthday today?
0: I posted something about it, and it's funny. When you post something, you see 85 other people post the same thing, and then Metallica posted it an hour later, and then a billion people post about it.
2: But you were first, so. Yeah, I think I should take credit for that. <laughs> I mean, you're in the band one, so you always got to be first.
0: Maybe they can send Jeff and I a piss Christ hooded sweatshirt.
2: (laughs) And it has been interesting too. You guys were talking about that, uh, that bracket um, that's just been crazy. Some of the matchups in the first round, um, somebody just sneezed at the wall of Spotify and there was the bracket. Like how's Dyer's Eve and master of puppets even facing off in the first round. That's kind of ludicrous
0: yeah, I found it interesting, but uh, what was the what was the first round? Sandman versus confusion. Gee, I wonder how that's going to go?
2: Right. right. Well, they used to do this back on uh, if you were on the boards um, back in the day, early 2000s, um, they would do this, I think every year in March to coincide with the basketball tournament, and Master of Puppets right. won, I think, every single time, and that's with the diehard fans. So um, I'm expecting this to be a similar outcome.
0: Jeff, what about a St. Anger versus Lulu bracket?
2: Oh, I mean,
1: you already know where I stand on that, but I actually think that fans would eventually see that St. Anger is the superior album. (laughs) Just because the snare sounds quote-unquote better in Lulu doesn't mean it's a better album.
0: And then whoever wins gets I Am The Table.
3: I Am The Table!
0: Matt, I can see you. We're uh, coming to you via squadcast.fm. What is that poster behind you that looks like a certain Metallica album?
2: Well, um, since I know Jeff is uh, uh, drools over the fist, um, <laughs> wow. huge. it's uh, Actually, the story behind this is uh, my my first serious girlfriend, um, probably back, back in 2003, um, she worked at a mall. from New Jersey originally, and uh,
1: oh, there uh, it is, Jeff. Check it out. And, uh, oh, that's amazing.
2: And she went to the Sam Goody in the Woodbridge Mall in Woodbridge, New Jersey, and got the huge. I don't even know how tall this is. Like three foot by three foot that's album awesome. cardboard thing that they had in their glass window.
1: She had no idea ripped it off the wall.
2: Say again, Jeff. <laughs>
1: Had no idea what she was getting herself into.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She, she didn't. She didn't. And we're no longer together. So that, that worked out. (laughs) My first girlfriend. Wait, wait, I I was, I was a young pup.
0: So in the divorce, you got the St. Anger poster and said, I win.
2: Yes. Exactly. That was top on the, on the list. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, um, it's, it's, it's awesome to be here. Uh, your second guest, I, I wasn't one, but I was, I'll, I'll take, I'll take two. Ah, you're um, runner up.
0: You get a silver medal.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, I've been a Metallica fan, um, since I was about nine years old. Um, and what year was that? Uh, 1992. Okay. And, um, my, uh, my stepdad was a big queen fan and, um, I grew up listening to, to all the queen records, wanted to be Freddie Mercury and. You know, he's probably arguably the greatest front man um, in the history of, of rock and roll. Um, Amazing.
1: Absolutely. I could agree with that.
2: Yeah. And and, and he passed away in uh, November of 91. And my stepdad was pretty much a wreck. And, uh, you know, obviously we watched everything Queen. So fast forward to April 20th, 1992, Wembley Stadium. They, they aired that. I don't know if they aired it live because of the, the time difference, but I was on the East Coast and I remember watching it at night um cool i think i think you fox, day. yeah i'm pretty sure it was broadcast that day um and, and fox i think broadcasted it if i'm not mistaken i think pepsi was a big sponsor um and uh watched and saw metallica come out on stage and they played sandman sad but true nothing else matters and then they were being interviewed backstage and they just seemed like they didn't seem like the guys that were there on stage rocking out they were really nice and and approachable um And that just struck a chord with me, even at at nine years old. And um, then I I think I went out that week, had my mom take me to CD store in my hometown in Hamilton, New Jersey. Um, I got uh, Kill Em All, Ride the Lightning, and The Black Album. Um, And actually didn't have uh, Master Puppets or Injustice for All until after I saw Metallica for the first time live in 1998.
0: Wow. So a little gap there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Big gap. There was a, there, I, I wasn't like a hardcore fan when I was in middle school and, um, but, but something clicked in high school and and my dad actually ended up getting me, uh, tickets to my first show. He worked uh, in the beverage business and I had a hookup with the rock station in Philadelphia and, and got me tickets to my first show. Every
0: time...
1: Go ahead, Jeff. I was gonna say it was once you got that justice record, then all of a sudden it was like boom, it clicked.
2: <laughs> Holy shit, man. Yeah, it was the summer um I turned uh sixteen it was when I saw them. I saw them four days before my sixteenth birthday, July fifteenth, nineteen ninety eight, um, in, in Camden, New Jersey. Um it was the uh, amphitheater tour for reload um that they did and uh and then I remember I bought Master of Puppets and Justice and it was the internet and AOL was brand new and I would... AOL? <laughs> oh, yeah. We've been it's talking nice. about AOL a lot. <laughs> 28.8, 56.6. Yep. <laughs> um, and I would just spend all, all night online, um, you know, a 16-year-old kid doing... a searching the the, the interwebs until 6 o'clock in the morning because I had no job to wake up to, so I would sit until 3 p.m., but I just would put it on, uh, put on Justice for All, Master of Puppets on loop, and just listen to it over and over and over again.
0: That brings back memories. Um, Going back to your first show, July 15th of 98, Mm -hmm. you probably heard our episode last week about Jeff and I talking about opening with Bread Fan. yes. Did they open with Bread Fan, that show?
2: Yes, they did. Yes. Oh, boy. And and as sad as this is, as as much of a fan as I am now, I did not know the song when they played it. Oh, (laughs) dude. But the energy at that show um, was was remarkable. I had seats, seats, and we were just behind the soundboard. Uh, It was the seats that my dad got. So kind of in front of the lawn, but in the back of the seats in in the amphitheater there. And um I just I remember my dad who's gone to shows uh he, he was he was he's younger, um he was thirty-three at that point. Um and he had been to tons of shows in the eighties and, and, and all through the nineties, and that was his first pair of tits he ever
0: saw at a show. Wow, it took him a while at a Metallica show nonetheless.
2: Yeah, he he did not go <laughs> to the to the heavy metal and rock shows. Uh he went to like Phil Collins and Genesis and the police. <laughs>
0: Jeff, when did you see your first pair of tits at a show? Oh, boy.
1: Uh, I want to say it was the second concert I saw. uh, I want to say I was probably, like, third or fourth grade, and it was uh, 311 at the Target Center. Yeah, they they were headlining, and I went with my dad and a buddy of his, and... Yeah, I, I want to say that was probably the uh, the first time I saw Tits at a show and smelled weed inside a venue. Like
0: It was a big learning experience for you is what you're saying.
1: It was definitely, yeah. I mean, because I mean, the first show I'd ever saw was uh, CCR and Willie Nelson. I was really young. Wow, I, I didn't it, know that. I literally remember one song that CCR played. That's like the only memory I have from that because I was so young. Sure. Um, but then yeah, as years went by and then I saw 311, and yeah, that was first time I saw some titties. It was great.
0: <laughs> wow. Titties weed in fourth grade at Target Center. Oh,
1: I might have been even younger, might have been like <laughs> second grade, second or third grade.
0: <laughs> hey, to see three eleven in second grade, that's that's pretty cool parents.
1: Yeah, my my parents definitely, mom and dad were always pushing music and rock and roll and all that on me. So they weren't afraid to take me to a concert and expose me to what rock and roll was all about.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, that 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 is great. I know James. A lot of times, you know, uh, on, on, especially on the last tour leg, he was always saying uh, he would pick out a kid in the front row, um, usually a nine or a ten or an eight year old or whoever was there, and and he would always um, say, you know, when I was your age, I wasn't in the front row at a Metallica show.
0: Right. You have cool parents.
2: <laughs> um, but actually, yeah that that first show was uh, was actually um that first Metallica show. I was looking back and I have spreadsheets, by the way, I have spreadsheets for days, as I tell my friends. Um, I'm, I'm a dork when it comes to record keeping. Um, that was actually my second concert ever.
0: We're going to get into those numbers and spreadsheets because I got all sorts of questions for you. But before I forget, was that Wembley Stadium show in 92, like an all day event on TV when you watched it?
2: I believe it was. I know MTV covered it very, very full. Um, I think I think MTV and I think they like I said, I think they brought in Fox. I remember Michael Jackson was huge in 1992 and he, he was a Pepsi sponsor. And um, I think it was the black and white video or album i'm not sure that was the name of the album but that song was super popular i just remember him being on the commercials and pepsi was the big sponsor that's what sticks out to me i could be wrong but that's what i remember from being nine, nine years old in 92
0: yeah i was a fan then but i didn't i wasn't watching that day but anytime i think of wembley i think of all the year and a half in the life footage and that's what i associate it with and the interviews and the backstage stuff and the sound check when jason's complaining about his bass being weak
2: Yep, uh, yeah, I remember um, you know, years later when I got year and a half when I was in high school and uh I, I would sometimes cut school. I got a friend um that was super into Metallica as well with me. I got him into into Metallica. I actually I think I gave him the 2 of 1 video, uh the the VHS cool. and I think he watched it like it was like 14 minutes total or whatever it was with the Lars interview in the hotel right. room. I think he
0: watched it like room, yeah.
2: 58 times over a weekend and came in on Monday and he was like,
0: dude, Metallica rules. <laughs> Jeff, we were just talking about two of one like a month ago.
1: Yeah, yeah. I remember
0: that. And the best part of that Lars interview is when he says they were seriously considering just filming a woman walking down the street and just filming her legs for the entire song. Yeah.
4: <laughs> We're thinking of doing one. We have a slight concept for the next one, which is, like, we have this really original thing that we've never seen in a video, which is, like, shoot a pair of woman's legs walking down the street, and uh, but don't tell anyone because we want to keep that
1: idea to ourselves. Oh, man. Could you imagine what that would have been?
0: <laughs> think about what, what the video is now. Everyone knows the one video. And now think of that idea, if that would have I... – You can't even wrap your head around that idea. And he was, and they were serious about it. They were
1: thinking, they were thinking about the turn the page video, even back then.
2: (laughs) You could probably recreate that. I'm sure there's an eight minute video somewhere on YouTube of a woman walking down the street and you could just listen to one and watch it and get what that would feel like.
0: (laughs) And I think back to that, and that was their debut video. And to think that was a serious, serious consideration is just mind boggling. Lars yeah. was into
1: art then.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Cheaper art.
4: Hey, we can leave that in. Fine. This is casual.
2: Um, yeah, so so that was my first show in ninety eight and uh and 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 I don't remember a lot of it, but um I just remember the energy like I was talking about before. And then a couple months later, I'm sixteen years old, and you know, the internet's brand new, and so they come up with Garage Inc. later. Yeah later that year and uh the the same radio station that my dad got the free tickets uh because he he knew somebody um was doing a contest it was 94.1 94.1 ysp um they rest in peace because they're they're no longer on the air um over there in philadelphia they were great um they had mandatory metallica every thursday night at 10 o'clock and then they moved it to every weekday monday through friday it was it was awesome um but they had a contest um, to to sign up online to win tickets to their Garage Inc. show because the Garage Inc. Oh tour.
0: man, which one and did you go to?
2: I went to Philadelphia. Oh sweet. So they only played five dates. I believe it was Detroit, Toronto, Chicago, Philly, and then New York City, which was filmed, um, uh, and and aired on on MTV. Um, I think it was live. I think it was broadcast live on MTV. Um,
0: so what mistaken. you're telling Jeff and I. In the tribute band called one you got to see battery
2: i did i did and actually it's funny i almost didn't get to see battery um because i was 16 didn't have a driver's license because we didn't new jersey driving age 17. and so how i got tickets to it um i signed my mother up on 94ysp's website to enter into this contest to win and how they did it was they announced a person's name at the top of the hour and you had nine minutes and 41 seconds to call in and you won a hundred dollars and two tickets to the show awesome and three thousand this place holds like three thousand people and i'm sure they had a lot of tickets set aside for radio promotions i think it so sold out definitely like 11 thinking minutes. that
1: you you definitely didn't think you were gonna
2: get Oh, get not the at tickets. all. <laughs> not at all. That it sold out in eleven minutes. <laughs>
1: That's so cool.
2: So then I get home from school one day and my dad's all mad at me. He's like what are you doing? I'm like, What 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 happened? He goes, Your mother's on the radio. You gave her information out on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like I'm like, I don't care about being in trouble. What did you just say about my mom being on the radio?
0: Yeah. I don't care. I'm going to go see Metallica in club, so whatever.
2: Yeah. Yeah, my mom ended up winning $300 cuz they announced two other people's names that ne- didn't call within the certain amount of time, and wow. I ended up getting the two tickets. I couldn't find somebody to go with me until the evening of the show. I remember my friend worked at Burger King and uh and and this was back when we had beepers. Right? <laughs> for all for all the the uh The the kids out there. Um, Right, I had one, and and I looked, and I had a phone book, and I had to look up the Burger King phone number. I actually ended up calling the Burger King and talking to him, and going, "Dude, I have tickets to Metallica night in Philly. Can you come pick me up and and let's go?" And he picked me up, and we got there in the middle of the battery set.
0: Wow, that's awesome. (laughs) So your first show was the Reload Amphitheater, and then your second show was seeing Metallica in a club.
2: In a club, yep. And then they were gonna. Then that was the night. The day before the album came out so what metallica was going to do is they were going to do a signing right after the show like at midnight um at a gas station about four blocks away cool And so we had this bright idea that we're going to bounce out before the on what well, during the encore and we're going to get in line and we're going to meet them too smart well it was actually dumb <laughs> because Uh-oh. when you only have three thousand people in a small club the rest of the city is waiting in line. So we leave the show and we walk down the street because the show is actually being aired live on, on the radio station as well. So we were like three blocks
0: away. And so 10,000 people beat you to the line.
2: Yeah. And we literally just stood in line it was November. It was like the week of Thanksgiving and it was freezing out and we stayed there until about, I would say three in the morning until December yeah, pretty great. Yeah, I think I ate Thanksgiving dinner there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the album was coming out and I and they, they stopped the line and they said no more and I walked up to a guy and I was like, Can I at least buy the album? You know, to like listen to it on the way home and and it was it was it was a no. So I had to go to the record store the next morning and, and buy the record. And I got a t shirt too. I know, I know. So that was the only out of fifty seven Metallica shows, it's the only one I've ever left early. <laughs>
0: So 57 shows, 17 states. You said three countries. I'm guessing one of those is the U.S. What are the other two? No,
2: no. I said three foreign countries. Oh, sweet. So one of them is the U.S. So in 2006, um, still one of the greatest weeks of my life, I went over to Europe um, and I saw them uh, in Arnhem, Holland. Uh, I saw okay. Donington and, oh, uh, and Dublin, Dublin, Ireland. The, and, and, and they never announced it. But that was the tour that they played Master of Puppets in its entirety for a 25th right.
0: anniversary. Right. And you got the see him at Donington.
2: Yeah. Oh, my God. Donington was, was, I mean, Europe.
0: A lot of compared, history there.
2: Oh, my God. Just getting chills just thinking about it. And I took the trip myself. I started, uh, it was in June and I started uh, Paycheck to Paycheck as I was 23 years old um, and just... Buying a flight here, buying a flight there, buying a ticket there. And the next thing you know, I got a seven-day uh, Europe <laughs> excursion going on. And I saw them three times in four days out there and met so many friends that I still friends with for life from all over the world.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Remember the first time I saw them outside of the U.S., it made me realize how intense a crowd can be in a foreign country, a foreign country to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, first time I saw him, I was... In uh, Denmark, and I'm like, "Ooh, this is a whole different ball game. This is crazy."
2: Yeah, yeah. The first show was uh, was Arnhem, Holland. It was in uh, it was called the Gelredome. It's like a big indoor soccer stadium that holds about forty thousand people. And we were on the floor, um, and I was probably in the right dead center. James's mic, uh, probably about third or fourth row of people. And I remember after the show, I could wring out my shirt. It was so oh, yeah. sweat.
0: Just a sweat fest with fifty thousand people packed into the floor.
2: Unbelievable! And I remember my first moment, like I'm in Europe. Well, first of all, they open with motor Breath. I mean that.
0: Ooh, now that's that,
2: cool. Yeah, the, like, like that ecstasy. clothes you know, calms down, and all of a sudden Lars comes out, jumps on the kit like he does with his drink, sure. chucks his drink into the crowd, and then the next thing you know, it's just. Oh my god! It was.
1: We should try that sometime
4: ridiculous
0: i'm pretty we're jeff and i are pretty up to date with setlist, but boy that's rare and i don't remember an opener with motor breath with in the motor last breath, yeah. f- 10 15 they, years
2: they played berlin two days earlier which was june 6 2006 so 666 and i think they opened up with it then as well and i don't know if they've opened with it any other times but those two shows
0: boy that's like uh powerball mega millions odds of a, that is an opener
2: yeah and then and then getting master of puppets in its entirety um yep and then like i was like i was uh, alluding to uh my first memory of of like holy shit i'm in europe was enter sandman and 40,000 people with the lights on them all clapping along as far as you could see in this uh in this huge stadium and it was like oh my god i you don't get this in america
0: <laughs> that's the thing about sandman is as much as the three of us have probably heard that it combined a hundred thousand times no matter where you're at and it's live and that kicks in that the energy goes to just a next level
2: yeah because everybody knows it and you really really um realize the gravity of the black album like when you go to an american show like on their stadium especially on the stadium tour right um i remember being in the philadelphia uh, stadium show in 2017 and and me and my wife are there and and um you know, motor breath comes on and we're losing our minds, you know, halfway through the set. And then three knuckleheads in front of us are, are acting worse than we are for, for sabatru True instead of motor, motor breath.
0: Right. Just the demographic sitting around you or standing around you at a show is it's so over the board now.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then so. <laughs> You said, you know, my my first show was the amphitheater show. And then second, I went all the way into a club. Well, my third Metallica show was S&M at Madison Square Garden.
0: Good Lord.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It was my senior year of high school. Um, And I remember getting tickets to that. I didn't get tickets, actually. Um, We were in high school and I didn't, the internet wasn't, I wasn't a Met Club member yet. um, and, And I didn't know really how to get information on, on
0: you didn't you didn't have america online 3.0 trial version
2: in your mailbox i probably had about 15 of those in my closet
1: (laughs) activate a seven-day trial yeah probably had a year's (laughs) worth of trials right
0: there all all those access codes getting ready to expire
1: like all right here we go i got internet for a year for free
0: bingo
2: And my, my friend, he went out on our on our lunch break in high school and he went to the compact disc world because they had a ticket master, a little ticket master computer there. And I go, hey, dude, why don't you go there on your lunch break? and Just ask them when they're going to go on sale. He comes back. And I remember we we're standing out in front of our empty parking lot um, in the middle of the day, what classes were going on in high school. And he comes back and he just pulls out two tickets out of his jacket. And I'm like, holy shit, you have you. They were, he's like, yeah, they looked into it. They're like, oh, look, you want two tickets right now? I can give them to you.
0: Amazing. Made school even better.
2: Yeah, so that that show was, uh, I lost my voice that night. That's for sure.
0: I think back to the mid-90s, late-90s, when I started going to concerts, this is when you had to actually get up early on a Saturday morning and go to, at the time in Minneapolis, it was Dayton's or J.C. JCPenney's who had a Ticketmaster outlet. And you had to get in line with a couple hundred or a couple thousand people at nine in the morning on Saturday just to get tickets.
2: Yep, absolutely. I've done that for sporting events, too, back in the late 90s. My dad was a big Yankees fan, and I grew up a Yankees fan. Now I hate them, but that's a whole. I could do a podcast on sports for, for another four like hours. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I remember getting up. He got me up at, like, three or four in the morning that year, 98. And we went up to just stand in line to get wristbands to get numbered. To go back the next morning at six a.m. to get tickets.
0: Yeah, that that rings a bell too. But yeah, getting the tickets was half the battle than going to the show. Sometimes you'd have to take half a right. day off of work Saturday morning to go get stand in line at GC like Penny. That's
1: why I miss so many shows, just because the work. Right, it was a lot of work just to get started.
0: Jeff was still at home sleeping in, dreaming about opening a show someday with Breadfan.
1: <laughs> yeah, with motor breath.
0: <laughs> okay, motor breath. We got to try that.
1: We do gotta try that, I say the next show we play, we just we just don't even tell the other guys put out the first set list and we open with it. never I mean, I don't think we've ever even played that live, at least not with
0: me and the band. uh, we have
1: oh yeah, maybe it, it has been a couple of
0: times cutting studs
1: that's right, yep, oh, that's awesome, but still, yeah, it's uh that'd be fun to do.
0: If I came on stage and looked down at the set list and saw Motor, number one, I'd think it was a total joke.
1: Well, good. Our bandmates are going to think it's a total <laughs> joke, too, but it's going to happen.
0: All right. Motor Creep Bells Fuel. Here we go. First one show back, 2021, <laughs> opening with Motor. Motor Creep Bells Fuel. You 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 heard it here first.
2: <laughs> that would be incredible.
0: Oh, you'd have one tired drummer after four songs. Yeah, man. That would be fine. <laughs> so um 57 shows 17 states three countries the stat that jumped out to me the most matt was 890 sporting events dive into that for a little bit
2: yeah yeah so um i, I just always been a sports fan Um, ever since i was was a little tyke um I'm mostly uh, from new jersey so i'm mostly a new york fan um uh grew up a yankees fan uh new york giants new york rangers new york knicks all the all the all the real New York teams, all those other New York teams are are, are phony. <laughs> Met, Mets, Mets must end the season. Jets just end the season. Islanders play really far away, and nobody wants to go to Long Island. If it's a pain in the
0: ass. I like the Jets and the Mets thing you just said. That's cool.
2: <laughs> and then, yes, um, so my dad took me to Yankee Stadium all the time when I was uh, when I was a kid. I saw them win the World Series in '96. Saw them cool. win that uh, American League. Uh, championship series in 98, um, went to the world. I was there when George Bush threw out the first pitch after nine 11 in one
0: oh Wow. That's cool. that's that was, cool. the,
2: that's one of my top, probably five moments, like attending anything in my life.
0: That was literally like a week after nine 11. I think,
2: uh, it was about, um, about six weeks, six or seven weeks. It was 16, late, late October. Yeah, Cause uh-huh. was, they, they suspended that the makes season sense. for a week and then they, um, they ended, they pushed the season back, um, a week
0: that year. I'm thinking of something else, but yeah, nine eleven, and then the world series is usually second week of October, third week of October.
2: Right. And yeah, they, this pushed it. Cause actually, um, that was like October 30th or 31st because that world series went into November because they pushed it back a week.
0: And I don't think anyone knew he was going to be there. Did they?
2: I don't remember. I don't remember there being that big of a hoopla, but I remember the helicopters and right field bleachers and the, the, um, uh, like the Air Force One helicopter was was landing, and people were roaring and sure. cheering, and it was unbelievable. And then you see the specials, um, you know, the behind the scenes stuff about Derek Jeter telling them, "Don't bounce it; they'll boo you." And like it was fantastic.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have heard that story. That's that's incredible for that that time in history.
2: Yeah, I think I've been to twenty Major League Baseball playoff games. Um, I, I went to the Super Bowl in 2012 and saw the Giants win. Wow!
0: Um, so seen, the question seen, is, what what haven't you seen? Oh, I've well, <laughs> there's uh, la- la-
1: seen the Vikings win a Super Bowl.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, none of us That, have. that is true. <laughs> but I have and that. Seen might, a football that might game. continue. But I have seen a football game in that beautiful stadium that you guys got up there.
0: It's a nice building now, if we could just get a team on the field and not turn the ball over five times in a NFC Championship game, you might have a chance.
2: Yeah, yeah, so I saw Metallica obviously at the First Bank Center um, in, in 2016. And then in 2018, uh, when um, I was going to Grand Forks to see Metallica, who would have ever thought that I would ever go to North Dakota? Um, Metallica brings me there, but um, we went to, the, we flew in the Minnesota, Minneapolis on Friday night, went to the Twins game. Then uh, drove up. We stayed in Fergus Falls.
0: We've played there, Jeff. Yes, we have. No, oh. Middle of nowhere, northwest Minnesota.
2: It was the only town that had hotels that was in between Minneapolis and <laughs> uh, and, and Grand Forks. So I stayed yeah, in like three hours. Right. Yeah. There you go. Um, and then uh, on the way back the next morning, we got about three hours of sleep after the show in Grand Forks and uh, went to the Vikings home opener. Oh, way cool. And then uh, so that kind of that kind of kicked off um, uh, an obsession of mine that I'm currently striving for. It's uh, it's called Club 123.
0: 123?
2: 123. So there is uh, 123 professional sports teams between the four major sports leagues in America, the NBA, the NHL, baseball and football. And I'm trying to see every single team play a home game at their home arena or stadium. Wow, That's, and uh, what number are you at? I'm at 68 right now, and and COVID is really putting a damper on my plans.
0: <laughs> yeah, 2020 is not probably working out the way of uh, what your spreadsheet says you should be doing.
2: Right, right, yeah. Well, I mean, baseball, I've I, I finished all 30 ballparks last year. Um, I, I went, to, went to Houston in September. Thanks. Um, and then Texas was supposed to be opening up a new ballpark for the Texas Rangers this year. And they've so far, have only had a high school graduation in the stadium. So.
0: So 123 teams and you're going to see every one of those in their home stadium or arena.
2: Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I actually took wow. off all Thanksgiving week last year. I did, uh, was it nine games in seven days between college sports and, and professional sports i just went on my own i was on your neck of the woods actually up in uh the the midwest there
0: up in jeff's neck of the woods
2: jeff's neck of the woods right right yeah Yeah,
1: he he doesn't live in this so glorious state of minnesota
0: (laughs) (laughs) those sports teams have let me down for 38 years so i thought yeah let's go to florida and let's see if brady and the bucks can get it done and i can jump on that wagon (laughs) good luck with that so (laughs) So obviously with
1: all of those teams, there's obviously got to be some that you don't like. Um, We all know that 2020 has been a hell of a year so far, and we're only halfway through it. Uh, A lot of people are saying that this could potentially be one of the worst years ever. So if 2020 was a professional sports team, what team would it be?
2: Oh, it would be the dumpster fire that is the Philadelphia Eagles. (laughs) (laughs) there's there's not many things in this world i hate more than the philadelphia eagles football franchise
1: wow it's almost like you you had that that answer ready to go because you answered that quick Notice yeah, how no, he
0: didn't yeah. even think about it it just
1: <laughs> no it was immediate. I thought it was gonna be afraid it I came pounding
0: through just like that same anger poster
2: behind him right
1: now <laughs> absolutely
2: <laughs> yeah there's there was a uh, when they won the Super Bowl a couple years ago I can't even it actually makes me sick to my stomach to even say those words but the fact that they actually have won um kind of ruins a lot of my life
1: <laughs> man, yeah. man I like donovan McNabb he was a good quarterback. <laughs>
2: I really loved when he was throwing up in the Super Bowl on the field instead of driving his team down, the,
0: down there for a touchdown. I forgot down, but... about that.
4: The oh. Eagles
0: is a sore subject when you're a Vikings fan because oh, yeah. uh, that's the year we lost to them yep. in the NFC, and then they got to win the Super Bowl in U.S. Bank Stadium. I was
2: quite aware. I was a very big Vikings fan that, that week.
0: I thought of all years we're going to go this far. This could be the one where the Vikings are in their home stadium. I'm for- not
1: going to lie, though. I did think, though, if the Vikings had made it to the Super Bowl in their hometown, that that would be too obvious that professional sports might be fixed. So I'm kind of glad that it didn't happen because I feel like I would have had some questions. It would have... Another round of collusion. Seemed, it would have just seemed too uh, coincidental that they haven't made it happen all these years, and then all of a sudden... Super Bowls in Minneapolis, and they make it. Come on,
0: wasn't meant to be, dude.
1: It wasn't meant to be. So that means my faith in professional sports still somewhat
0: <laughs>
2: remains. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, to make you feel better, it's never happened. The home teams never played in a Super Bowl. So
0: right, I thought, well, here's our chance, but there. That goes out the window fast when you're talking Vikings in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Matt, what's the most expensive event ticket you have? laid the uh, cash down for
2: Super Bowl, Super Bowl, 46 Indianapolis. Okay. Yep. 20,
0: uh, $2,400. Okay. So is that mark? is that more expensive than a nosebleed seat at Yankee stadium for regular season?
2: <laughs> mm. that is that is you're gonna burn and i love it <laughs> because i told you i grew up a yankees fan but i have now since uh uh turned heel and uh and, and i i actually root against them and hate them with every fiber okay. of being but not not worse than the eagles the eagles are the, the, my most hated
1: i'm just glad you didn't say the patriots because that's usually what everyone says no, see, as,
2: a, as a New York Giants fan, we're the only ones, well, in, until the Eagles, we were the only ones who beat them in the Super Bowl. So I never had a problem with the Patriots because we always beat them.
0: That's true. <laughs> we were on tour a couple of years ago, and uh, Chris, our singer, our uh, Mr. James Leftfield, went to a Yankees game. He was like third deck, right field. I believe the ticket was 79 or $89. He said by the time he got his hot dog and a beer, that was another 35 bucks.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's just a big, uh, the, the new stadium, um, it's just a big concrete,
0: um, crazy dollar bill. <sighs> crazy. And on top of that, you've seen 226 concerts.
2: Yes. Yes, I have. Yeah. And, and coming to Denver, um, things are so much cheaper here and I'm closer to downtown and the concert scene here is great. The venues in Denver are, are fantastic. A lot, a lot of small rustic. Old, they have a lot of history here as well. Um, so, um, I just, I started getting a better job, more money and going out more. And so, you know, four or five nights a week, I'm either at a ball game or, um, or at a concert. So I've really padded those numbers. Uh, I've lived here seven years. I moved here in uh, 2013.
0: Okay. That's some good, that's some nice area out there. Nice ballparks, nice arenas, nice stadiums.
2: Oh yeah. Denver, Denver is beautiful out here. Yeah, absolutely. The weather too as well.
0: Beautiful. Chris and I were at the, uh, mile-high show a couple summers ago when it got delayed for half an hour because of the lightning?
2: I was in the snake pit. You were? So was I. I think everybody was in the snake pit at that show.
0: <laughs> that weather rolled in, and I thought, man, this this might have a chance of just being totally canceled because, boy, that got nasty.
2: Well that that's what happens here. Uh you get thunderstorms like that and and you know if you watch, if you pay attention to baseball at all the Rockies always have uh rain delays and thunderstorm delays but then it's like 20 minutes, 30 minutes just it was that was a classic one where it's like oh my god, you know, let's get into the bunker and then 20 minutes yeah. later you're like okay, it's cool, we're good.
0: Yeah, that was nuts and then it was cool. They came out jamming, playing about forty seconds of Ride the Lightning. Ride the Lightning,
2: yeah, that that was fun. I was like, oh, I knew they were joking around because I knew their set list. I knew they weren't going to play it, but right. I was like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, please, 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 please. But you know, forty seconds is better than no seconds.
0: It was a memorable show. There were only like seven or eight songs into it when they had to take the the break, and I thought, oh shit, this could this could be a short night.
2: Yeah. Well, we we lost uh, nothing else matters and uh, Halo on Fire. They cut from the set.
0: Halo was a bummer, but uh, nothing else we've heard a few times. I yeah,
2: I've, yeah, I can I can live without that.
0: I didn't lose sleep over that one.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, God, there's so many things to talk about, guys. I've I, 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 do we have like another hour?
0: <laughs> yeah, you want to be on for episode four, five, and six?
2: Four, five, and six. Yeah, let's just roll it in here.
0: <laughs> um, so out of those fifty-seven shows, what's what's your all-time favorite?
2: Well, I went to. Um, I went to all four Fillmore shows, 30th anniversary shows. I was uh, lucky to be a plus one for a uh, buddy of mine named Alan Long, um, who lives awesome. in New York. He actually, um, he films, he, he works for Metallica um, when they, when, when they um, come to town and stuff. Um, and then he got, he won the contest and he asked me to be a plus one to all four shows. So I'm very, very grateful for, for that. That was awesome. one of the best awesome weeks week. of my life. Um, those four shows and, and while they were happening, I had the, the, I guess the wherewithal to realize what I was watching and not one of those things where you look back on and you go, Oh man, I really wish I would have appreciated that more. I was at the point that those were, I think I saw my 30th show at the 30th anniversary shows. Cool. <laughs> um, and then I also, um, had a chance to, uh, tour HQ. I, uh, they had a barbecue
0: oh god this could be another hour discussion right here
2: (laughs) well yeah so i was i was in hq it was the tuesday they did two of them they did tuesday and thursday i think i did the thursday one Um, and i was a plus one for that one as well a friend from norway that i had met in my in my years (laughs) Um, actually got the one and uh, posted on on ppm and first person to respond gets my plus one and i was driving to work in new jersey and i almost
0: died in a car accident trying to respond wow. to him. <laughs> wow. Jeff can say he's been to HQ.
1: Well, I've been outside, and, you know, me being the intelligent person I am, <laughs> I did try to see if the door was open. I, think, <laughs> I was waiting for that? you to say that what the hell like it's funny we're all standing out there and i'm looking at all my bandmates and our managers with us and we literally like we've been on tour for a while at this point and i'm just looking at them they're looking at me i'm like well fuck it if no one else is gonna try it i'm gonna do it (laughs) i walk up to the door and tried to open it but of course it didn't open
0: (laughs) denied
1: you just you never know. I mean, if the door would open, I would have at least peeked my head in and just kind of been like, "Hey!"
0: But the cool part was, is I don't know who it was, but he came out and gave us just a solo cup full of picks.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, some guy because I think after I you know made some noise with trying to open the door, he realized it. But yeah, he was he was super cool. He didn't tell us to go away or anything like he was.
4: They see it so, every day. I'm guessing.
1: Oh yeah, I mean he he was letting us. Look around and see what we could see I think we had a didn't we have an indication that uh, Lars might be there based on the vehicle that was in the back
0: you are correct yeah so that's cool so there's, when you when you went a, in Matt what door did you go in
2: uh well yeah so it was dark when we got there and um they, they it was like a star tours bus they picked us up in downtown San Francisco took us over the Golden Gate bridge but it was nighttime. Um, gotcha. This was it was December, so it was it was like I don't know seven gotcha. o'clock at night. Um, so it was pitch black, and I remember I got out my phone and put up Google Maps and did like a screenshot of the little blue dot of where I was. Right. Because <laughs> um, they were like they didn't want us taking any pick posting posting anything on social media while we were there because they didn't want this
0: is before to anyone knew where to. it was.
2: Pretty yeah that was yeah, it was December two thousand and eleven. Um, they were trying I, yeah it was hard to keep it under wraps, but they. They sure did for for a while but um I think we went in the the right in the front and we went in I think we went in a front door I think isn't there a front door there that's like or yeah, around there's the, a front. Through, through a fence because I know they have the fence up I think we, we might have went through a fence and then through a door
0: gotcha it doesn't matter I was just wonder what you remember from it
2: yeah no I remember um playing I played Metallica pinball um <laughs> that was that was a lot of fun um and uh, being in the tuning room or the jam room you know, where they filmed the St. Anger DVD. Right. um, And and where they filmed countless other other jams. Um, There's a picture of me screaming into the microphone. um, But I wasn't really screaming. I was just posing. But if you look at the picture, you like hold your ears because it looks like I'm screaming. Um, That's Jeff's uh, favorite DVD, by the way. (laughs) What's that?
0: Jeff, isn't the rehearsal your favorite?
1: I mean, it's definitely. I mean, I would rather listen to that over the record, but yeah, it's one of my favorite live things they've done. There's some fun stuff to watch in there. There's some. De- <laughs> there's some good footage.
2: Um, and then in 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 that rehearsal space, they have a banner from when I was in Donington that I signed. Wow! And so I got to see my signature from in England while I was. That was that was that was the that was one of the highlights for sure.
0: Something you signed in England made it right to the jam room.
2: Yep. It's hanging up there. And then That's uh cool. we get we ended up having a meal. Um we had a, they had a barbecue all set up for us outside on the picnic tables. They had beer. I was drinking a Stella. <laughs> um they had uh
0: we were Living uh, Large.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was it was a pretty cool experience. It was about three two, three hours we were in there and awesome. uh you talked about the solo cup full of picks, but they had, they had like chip bowls and they were just full of picks, but you, you were kind of hesitant to just be like, I want to just put all these in my
0: pocket. You just took right. a <laughs> That's cool, man. Was the band there or was that for some other setting?
2: No, no, that was not uh, – the band was not there. for. Those were the two nights – they played, what, four nights? They played, I think, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, and so –
0: Oh, I know what you're talking about. This was during the Fillmore. Yeah,
2: during the Fillmore week,
0: yes. I I do remember that, yes. I'm yep, sorry. Yeah,
2: So, yeah, no, it was uh, Tuesday and Thursday they did the barbecues. So um, – and there was a pre-party at Slim's, actually. Um, I think there was like a bunch of Met Clubbers got together and tried the jam up in the Cool. That upstairs sweaty room where where metallica played what in 2002 when they went with bob rock and they played ramones covers for like an hour
0: that's awesome
2: so that that's that was awesome. that that was that was, was kind of cool um being in that room knowing that that happened slims isn't even there i think it's closed now yeah it's no longer there um but yeah that was that was definitely one of the best weeks uh you know seeing that 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 night four with Dave Mustaine and uh, Ozzy and Geezer Butler and uh, and then oh. L- Lloyd Grant and <laughs> it's amazing. just everybody coming out on stage was was uh, that was an amazing amazing week and actually funny story life story here wow the reason I'm in Colorado is because um, I went to the Big Four show at Yankee Stadium a couple months before that okay and there was a pre party at Duff's um, it's a heavy metal bar in Brooklyn New York. And, um, I was introduced through a friend to a lady. Um, and that night we just shook hands and we didn't really say much after that, but we became friends on Facebook. And then we finally met up, um, actually the night of that barbecue in San Francisco. And after, um, we spent uh, night three, um, watching the show together. Um, and then after that, we exchanged phone numbers and we started texting each other back and forth. And, Um, I actually came out and visited on April 20th, 2012, which was 20 (laughs) years from the day that I first laid eyes on the band Metallica. And, uh, I ended up, um, starting the date, uh, said lady. And, uh, 13 months later, I moved here to live with her and she's a Metallica fan.
0: Dude, how cool is that? That was a match (laughs) made in heaven. A match made in Metallica. In
1: Metallica, yeah.
0: <laughs> so then we got engaged. I wanted to keep the April
2: 20th thing, which is actually quite ironic because I live in Colorado and 420 is... Party day. Party time. Um, and so um, we got engaged on April 20th, 2014. And so we were looking to get married in Vegas. Las Vegas is her favorite uh, city to, uh, to visit. So we were going to get married in Vegas. We were going to do it old school, just get on a plane and just have Elvis marry us, you know,
0: be honest. Lars got married there one time. So you want to do the same?
2: Well, I mean, that was, that was kind of part of it.
0: Okay. <laughs> I hear you.
2: I, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, so we were looking to, it was like a Monday or whatever, 2015. We're like, we're going to get married and now on April 20th. And then Metallica announces rock and Rio three weeks Uh-oh. later. Uh Oh, we looked at each other and we go, well, Pretty sure we're not going to go to Vegas twice in three weeks. I mean, we're not millionaires, so why don't we just get married and go see Metallica on our honeymoon? Perfect. So that's what we did. We got married on May seventh, and then May 9th, Metallica played to however many fifty thousand people um, there in Las Vegas for Rock and Rio.
1: weren't we there like right after that show?
0: Oh, a week after that Jeff.
1: Yeah, I was going to say we were yep. cuz the, the stage, stage set up. it was still set up when we got there. We were out on tour when that happened, I remember, and we had like we had like 3 days off for tour and we were on our way from Arizona to California, I want to say. So we decided to stop yep. in Vegas for 3 days of day you know, off. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I remember we walked down as far as we could get to to see the stage and yeah, that was that would have been cool to see that for sure.
0: I don't know why Matt didn't invite us to the wedding. That's kind of a dick move.
4: Yeah, I know.
2: Well well actually I didn't want to bring them up, but um uh the, since you guys were on tour, you, you guys weren't available to play the pre party. Um and
0: don't and, uh... go there. Don't go there. Don't <laughs> oh, go there. Boy.
1: Oh, I think I think our, our Wi Fi signal is starting to fade. <laughs> we better switch to dial up yeah i was gonna say the dial-up better get brought back up again
2: oh man so yeah i'll just uh i'll just um not not tell that story then
0: <laughs> what you're going to say is the pre-party was played by damage inc
2: correct yes that actually was the night of our wedding it's just Ooh. ironically they they played that th- <laughs> that thursday night
0: that's awesome man dude you know your wife's a keeper when she doesn't care what the date is, and the entire mm-hmm. wedding and honeymoon is planned around Metallica.
2: Yep, yeah, yeah, we we literally we flew to Vegas on Wednesday, went to get our marriage certificate Wednesday afternoon, got married Thursday morning. Was at the Monte, we stayed at the Monte Carlo. They were still building the T-Mobile Arena. Um, we could see it being built That's out right. of our hotel window, and uh, ironically, you know, went to see them in Vegas about. What was that 2018 uh three years later and um and yeah and then the next night we're we're at this festival you know watching metallica we got five-day vacation in vegas see metallica get married no big deal
0: i do i do and right into creeping death <laughs> exactly that's awesome congrats you know they open for with fuel um
2: during that uh during that little little bit um and, um, and I remember my, we were in Vegas, we were gambling, you know, sports gambling and all that stuff. And my one buddy, he's like, I bet you they open with fuel tonight. And I looked at him like, you're an idiot.
0: That's like Jeff saying, oh, they're going to open with motor breath. Right. Uh, but little do they know.
2: And James comes out and he, he, I think he made an announcement or something. And he's like, give me fuel. Give me. And I looked at my friend. I, I was like, wow. Are you shitting me. <laughs> So the odds on that happening you would have won
0: big that's about 900 to 1 odds in my book in the sports book <laughs> i do remember that summer they're opening with fuel and yeah it was just odd balls and i think they're playing king nothing too
2: yeah yeah they play i think they played king nothing at that show as well yeah that was the first show they had played in a in a while um and so there was no like set list to go off of what are they going to play was just hey let's go to the show and they didn't have an album you know it was seven years it was the year before hardwired seven years since that magnetic so it was kind of like who knows what they're going to play
0: yeah just kind of uh we're out touring for a little bit this summer let's see what happens
2: right right exactly yeah and they only play they played the x game show a couple of weeks later and then they played Lollapalooza, which actually i was at as well um on stage behind the band that in chicago in chicago yeah
0: Cool. Like yeah, Grandpa our guy. guest last week was saying the same story. That looked that looked amazing. I didn't make it to those. I think we we're on tour that whole summer. But that'd be fun sitting right behind Lars and having a shitty sound and hearing nothing but hi hat and simple Yeah,
2: that, that was um that was a unique experience and not something I would want to see every show at. But man, seeing a hundred thousand people in front of you and then getting comfortable up there as as you guys perform in front of big crowds, um, I can totally see. How you could get used to that lifestyle?
0: Oh, it's just an all-time high.
2: I can't even imagine what it would be like to go from that to like home with your wife and kids if you're like Kirk or James (laughs) or. I can see why so many of these guys just get divorced and don't have good home lives because that is, (laughs) man, that I can't even imagine. I only saw three hours of one show from that
0: vantage point. (laughs) Jeff, to think you and I get excited with two to three thousand people now take that up to sixty.
1: Yeah, I mean what with the biggest crowd we've had and we had a, just about twenty five thousand and to us I mean that was wow. That seemed like I, a million. It seemed like a million and for them that's like uh oh, that's just another day at the office.
0: It's just another arena at twenty five thousand but I mean just uh, think about he, that though guys you guys are in a
2: tribute band and you play to twenty five thousand people. That is awesome. That's <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah,
1: we we definitely don't uh we don't take away from the the stuff that we've done. It's just, man, it's, it's a whole nother level. I mean, we're super grateful that we've given or been given the opportunity to do what we do. But when you look at, you know, and obviously there's a huge difference there, but it's just like, you look at what they're doing and it's, I could only imagine just for one day being able to one song. Yeah. That would be, that'd be the ultimate, even if it was, in front of half as many people, just to be able to to do that, you know what I mean? That would be, it'd be insane. That's
2: why you open up with bread fan.
1: Yeah, that's why you open up with motor breath.
2: Okay, okay. Either one wins in my book.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. You've seen you've seen some history, man. Between Garage, S and M, Europe, uh, Lollapalooza.
2: I'm just looking through my list of shows here too. Uh, the Fox theater when they played the Fox theater in Oakland uh, back in 2016, when they did those like little small club shows, I was lucky enough to win the opportunity through the Met club to win tickets to purchase tickets for $25. Um, and so that's right. that that's the craziest travel day I've ever experienced in my entire life. Cause that was in December and we had flights. We were going to fly into Oakland and we were going to fly in Oakland the morning of the show and then fly back to Denver uh, early in the morning on Sunday so I can be on my couch watching football at 11 a.m. mountain time.
0: That's a hell of a weekend.
2: And I woke up at 6 in the morning to the news that our flight was canceled. Dope. And so I spent 45 minutes on the phone waiting on hold with Southwest. You are now free to move about the country devising a plan. Um, There were moments where I thought we weren't going to go and we were just going to have to eat the twenty five dollar tickets and not see Metallica, um, which was really disappointing. But we ended up flying into Sacramento, landed at like 2.30 p.m., rented a car, drove two hours, stopped at In-N-Out because you have to.
0: Yeah, it's California
2: and stopped at a friend's house and then checked into the hotel. And took an Uber to the um, to the venue to the Fox Theater, and the doors had been open already for a half an hour. We got there about fifteen minutes before eight o'clock before the show started.
0: Hey, but you made it!
2: And then we got what two hours of sleep. Got back on the airplane, and I was back on my couch at ten a.m. Mountain Time, ready ready for football.
0: So it's just not the one twenty three club. Watching it on TV is just as important.
2: It's it's what you do when you don't have the money to travel all the time
0: (laughs) i hear you you have a spreadsheet of what you've spent over the years on all this
2: no because i that would probably um, you don't want to know yeah my (laughs) wife doesn't want to know and i don't want (laughs) to (laughs) know yeah i i I do ponder it sometimes and go i don't even uh, i can't even imagine how much i've spent on hotels rental cars flights and tickets oh my god.
1: For the uh, thirtieth anniversary shows, though, you only spent what nineteen dollars and eighty one cents per ticket,
2: plus like it was like ten (laughs) dollars in fees. So it really kind of ruined the nostalgia of that because I had a PayPal my friend like twenty nine dollars and some random cents. So I was like,
1: Oh, I was I was gonna ask, do you have a ticket stub that says nineteen dollars and eighty one cents on it?
2: No, because that was for all four shows. And actually, I have the posters. Um, framed right next to me here with the coins um, and the ticket stub in each of
0: oh, yeah, the very frames
2: cool. and without moving my laptop and destroying my setup here um,
0: <laughs> yeah don't risk it
2: uh, this is four dollars and 95 cents on each ticket
0: Four ninety-five. Cool. that's so cool <laughs> that's what they were charging back in 1982
2: <laughs> so i guess if you added them all up they would equate to 1981 maybe 495 yeah. times 4 I don't know
0: yeah that is so cool man it's cool you got to go to all four that's huge
2: yeah that was uh that was something else man that was
0: something else I got the fortunate uh winning ticket for night two and got stuck with four songs from Lulu yes
2: yes I think actually I heard you say that in the last podcast I think there was only two that they played
0: there was four bud you sure? I'm positive.
2: Oh, that was that. Was, either way, that was rough to get through. I'm with you there, buddy.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, that was that was not wasn't good for my health that night.
3: I am a chorus of the voices
4: that gather up the magnets set before me. I attract you and repel you, a science of the heart and blood and meaning.
2: Yeah, I haven't listened to that album um, at all. <laughs> I think the only songs I've heard were I Am The Table because James is a table. Right. And, uh, and then the ones I had to sit through.
0: <laughs> had to sit through.
2: Well, I stood through them actually. I didn't sit because it was Fillmore, but um, and I actually like I saw the. I would have
0: sat down had I had the opportunity. Right, that's exactly. When you, that's when you. Be, that's when you become the chair, not the table.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: you look at the person behind you and you say, "You are the chair."
0: Yeah, let me have a seat right now. Somebody <laughs> wash that lap off. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, it's hilarious. Bug- it, it's bugging me now. I'm looking up the set list, so Ariana, you guys know, okay. I got to look this up.
2: No, so I actually saw the uh, the 25th anniversary Rock and Roll Hall of Fame show at Madison Square Garden, where Lou Reed and Metallica um, first met. I believe that's when when they first uh, collaborated. Um, to was the brainchild for. Ooh, for Lou so Lou that Reed. was the,
1: that was the downfall.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that was yeah. The Ray Davies from the Kinks um, played with them. Ozzy played with them, and uh, yep. Lou Reed. That was that was a cool that was a cool show. I got to see Aretha Franklin perform oh that um, would be amazing that's cool man yeah lenny kravitz that's,
0: that's a hell of a show
2: oh dude
1: yeah, I, that's think, like, I think i
2: you think know, oh go, go go ahead jeff sorry
1: oh no you, you can go ahead and say
2: no i was gonna say is uh fergie and mick jagger and bono and bruce springsteen like they were it was like it was it was crazy that was a crazy night and they they aired it on hbo like a couple months later just
1: to think of the people that were in the same room as you that alone right there is enough to make you go wow i mean like yeah that's just that's
0: insane all right i found the set list it was not four songs it was three but the reason i thought it was four is because one's called white light slash white heat
2: they played that at the Madison square garden
0: show Yes, they did. And the other songs we heard that night were The View and Iced Honey. Honey. (laughs) There you go.
2: Oh, I'm getting PTSD, man.
1: (laughs) I don't even. If you said, hey, do you know what group performs the song Iced Honey? I I wouldn't. Literally, I would not have been able to answer that. I'm not going to lie. Jeff,
0: you host a Metallica podcast. You should know all songs on Lulu. I know everything but Lulu.
4: Eyes turning. Eyes turning. Now, me, I've tried a million tricks to make life hold and make it stick. Not running heat. That flames then out, but the proud
1: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Our last guest actually uh, admitted that he regularly uh, th- will throw it on from time to time and listen to it, and you know that that came to a you know quite a shock.
2: Hey, to, hey, to each their own. Everybody's got their oh, own absolutely. taste, but um, yep. yeah, I, I can't, I can't do it. I've I've heard enough.
1: <laughs> it's not my thing. Just, yeah.
0: I still like when you read interviews, the band people that worked for Lou people that worked at HQ most of Metallica Metallica's crew members said that was one of the top five moments in the band's history to all those people that are involved with them
1: wow if I was in charge
0: of it I would have said delete that
2: (laughs) (laughs) all right Torben you just
0: said that so you could get a sound sample in here hey you know I
3: would say delete that delete that delete that
0: I think you're going to change your opinion when you win the table.
1: Uh, like I said, I'll take the table, but is if it comes with a, a a free copy of the record, I might use that for kindling up at my
0: camera this weekend. <laughs> there's no converting them, Matt. It's not going to happen.
1: No. <laughs> I will admit and agree with you, Shane. There are a few badass riffs in that album. There's From some amazing record, riffs on that record. There's some, But it's just, it gets overshadowed by
0: the storyteller <laughs> that that is exactly
2: what it is that 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 is it. just i don't understand like one of, one of my buddies was like how is he in the rock and roll hall of fame
0: yeah it's questionable but if you take the storyteller lyrics out of it i mean musically there's some good stuff not all riff it, but riff stuff. there's six or seven tracks that i know pretty well on there that have some amazing riffs on them that i wish we could hear in some other settings that's all i'm gonna say
1: it would be it would be cool if, and I know they will never do it, but it would be so cool to hear them take all of the songs, just the instrumental, get rid of lose shit in there, and then just rewrite some shit of their own. Like I would just love to hear those songs with it being 100% Metallica and not Lou Reed. I mean, don't get me wrong; what he did throughout the you know 70s and 80s and everything, and I mean it's. He obviously made his mark. He did something that not a lot of other people were doing. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It just it wasn't meant for Metallica.
0: All right, well, let's get away from I am the table, I am the chair, and I think it's time to go jump in the fire.
1: Yeah, a little trivia for, for our guest here today.
0: Mr. Matt Angeli from Denver, Colorado. We have uh, 10 questions. Jeff, you got your questions up? I got my questions. I'm ready to go, man. How about uh, you take the first five, and uh, yeah, it's Jumping the Fire Minute, everyone.
1: All ready. Here we go. Are you ready, Matt?
2: I am as ready as I'm ever going to be.
1: Sounds good. All right. First question. When is Kirk's birthday?
2: November 18th, 1962 Wow, even had the year Okay It's on his body <laughs> That's the tattoo and, and actually my aunt It's exactly her birthday as well
1: Oh wow Well, hey, you know what That's an easy way to remember it Because uh, that's, how I always, that's how I always remember James I have a neighbor that had the same birthday as him And that's thats how I always remember it.
2: That's funny
0: Hey, Aunt Edna, you got the same birthday as Kirk Hammett. Who? Yeah, who?
4: You enjoy throwing up every five minutes, Claude? Clark. I thought so.
0: You're driving me to Phoenix.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Second question. What items are on the crosses of the Master of Puppets album cover?
2: A uh, military helmet. Boy,
0: don't look around your room.
2: <laughs> I'm Wait, watching have the you. Album somewhere, I'm watching you. <laughs> See, I keep not
1: right now, so I have no idea.
2: Oh,
0: oh he's uh, looking it's, frantically it's, around it's, his goddamn room.
2: It's a uh, um, my answer is a uh, military helmet and uh, and a chain. I want to say, is there more than that?
0: I'll take that as an acceptable answer dog tags,
2: dog tags, yes. Close enough. I was going to say military chains. <laughs> we'll give it to you. I'm, I'm obviously not um, a vet of any kind.
0: <laughs> we'll give it to you.
1: All right. So, question number three: What song ends with a sound sample of soldiers marching?
0: Cue the Jeopardy music.
2: Phantom Lord.
0: It is not. Oh man! I'm gonna give you a hint. I believe you heard this. I believe you heard this song at Rock and Rio Vegas. I gotta look it up just to confirm it. What year was Vegas? Uh,
2: 2015, May May 9th, 2015. I, I know that date.
0: <laughs> you got that down.
2: <laughs> I'm really <clears throat> good with dates. I'm like Lars when it comes to dates.
1: You know, Shane, I gotta say, he gave us an answer, and he's exceeded our 10-second time limit. I, I gotta say, oh I no, think,
0: I think yeah, this one, yeah. I think this one is an X. I threw you for a loop. They did not play Metal Militia at Rock and Rio.
2: Uh yeah, I. You know, it's funny they played it at X Games.
0: Maybe that's what I'm thinking of.
2: Yeah, that's that's what you're thinking of. Um, I'm, yeah, the people that are listening to this that that know me and know the band are probably screaming at their. Podcast right now.
0: Everyone's going, Matt, you idiot, and everyone's going, Shane, quit pretending like you gotta gotta be fucking setless memorized because you don't. <laughs> yeah. All right.
2: Both of those so, things.
0: So I mean, hey,
1: you're still in good shape, but I think we're gonna have to X that one out. Uh next question would be
0: This is why we record these things at midnight because there's no friends to phone at midnight.
1: Right, exactly. You can't you can't use no lifelines. This ain't Regis.
2: <laughs> and, and you could see me, so I can't cheat. <laughs> that's right.
0: It's not for the quality of the of the uh, show. It's just to keep tabs on what you're doing in that room. To so, so keep think, keep everyone honest. It,
2: and and for the record, I didn't find the Master of Puppets cover, uh, so those answers were legitimate. <laughs> all
0: right. It's all good. We'll give you the chain, but we got a docy on Metal okay. Militia. That's
2: fine. We, that's Got a
0: doc chain on Metal Militia too for thinking they played it in Vegas. Good thing they got the album right. Good thing Shane's
1: not running in the uh, no the March Madness here.
0: <laughs> All right, I'm looking at that. Sorry, Jeff, I'm looking at that Vegas set list. That was a solid first four songs: Fuel, Puppets, King, Disposable. Fifth song: Sanitarium. Ooh, that's not. I'm actually
2: looking at the set list right now. I have it um, with my wristband um, on my wall right up there.
0: Yeah, that is a that's a solid start. And then then do uh, Lords set. of Summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff just laughs. laughs.
1: Hey, I actually use that riff to sound check all the time. Great riff. All right. On to the next question. How many music videos came from the Notorious Black Album?
2: Six.
0: Can you name them?
2: Samman Sad But True, Unforgiven. Wherever I may roam, nothing else matters.
0: That was five.
2: Was that? Fuck. Fuck you. You're using what? <laughs> ten minutes. Ten Dude, seconds. You. Fuck you.
0: That uh that mile high elevation's getting to you out there. That thin air. Oh man. I'm gonna give it to you. Cause I named them. Well oh, yeah, you said six. Sure. And- I knew it was five and I thought, oh, this is going to be interesting. There should have been a video for Struggle Within.
2: Oh, that's actually um, my uh, second favorite Kirk
0: solo. Struggle?
2: Struggle, yeah. The Great Insanity and Struggle Within are my top two Kirk solos.
0: Dude, that's awesome. You and I would get along in a heartbeat talking about guitar solos.
1: Alrighty, so we're going to give it to him?
0: Oh, God, if you could name him, you get it
1: fair enough let's see what color was Lars's drum kit in 1994
2: it was white
0: ding 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 what color was it
1: on the Justice album a lot of people get this one uh makes it up. was gray
2: <laughs> i knew nice.
1: you, i knew you knew that or you would know yeah that and i just yeah uh, and
2: actually we, we, ha- we haven't even talked about it but lars is is my favorite of, of the four um, and i know shane you are the same
0: <laughs> for obvious reasons when yeah, you and, watch and... go ahead
2: no no i was gonna say and, and, and of all the tribute bands and cover bands i've ever seen um you're the only one who does everything right <laughs>
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, man. You
2: do every, like, I want to, not only do I want to hear the music when I go, I want to see the, the mannerisms, the, the, the James-isms, the Lars-isms, the playing with the tongue out and the, the screaming at people for drumsticks and
0: all that shit. That's cool, man. I appreciate you noticing it. Thank you.
2: Love it, because I've gotten three drumsticks from Lars in, in my life. Nice work. Um, Hand it handed to me, because he likes when you scream and lose your mind and scream fuck at him, right in his face.
1: You might need a drumstick from Lars, too, here in the future. <laughs> <laughs> got to add to the collection.
0: I need four now. I need I need two pairs. You got to show him your war face to get a stick these days. Yes. Yeah, it's 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 a yeah, lot it's of fun. no more I up to you. the
1: logo anymore. <laughs>
2: pick it up through the logo and back down <laughs> oh these two these, these were these two were a treat <laughs> oh mother and daughter
1: <laughs> looks like i'll be making some more uh some more samples here
0: this weekend <laughs> i think the mother and daughter's when he says oh those two are true uh true troopers everyone shot a load on them how
3: you doing my name's eddie i've been with the band since 1986 uh I'm on the sound crew, which means I fly the PA. I also take care of the underworld ambiance, which consists of a few pictures, a little fun here and there. What I do is, I don't know her. Two blonde girls. Uh, nah. Nice girl, nice girl. She flew around. I don't know what that girl's doing. Now, I could fall in love with them. I'd marry all three of them. Drum solo, two sisters, and drum solo together. I figured if they could take the stick up to the logo, they get to keep the stick. If not, they gotta give it back and try again. Oh, I love these. Sisters. Sisters. I like sisters. Nice. Mother. This is a mother. The daughter wanted backstage passes, and the mother would have done whatever it took. So... Me being the type of guy I am, I asked them and they said, "Yeah, I like these store bought." This one here, she was a trooper. Everybody shot a wad on her. Uh, that, I mean, in the crew, um, <laughs> nice girl, nice girl. This is me, weightlifting. Um, go, oh torpedo! This is what goes on every day. You know, find some girls. They come up, say, "Hey, we want to get wild." We say, "Come on under." We get them under here and we see what happens. And it happens all the time. <laughs>
1: And that's where they got the idea for Load,
0: the album. (laughs) Yeah. And then that guy goes, Well, I'm not going to take my gun into the post office anymore. (laughs) And Kirk's kind of nodding, like, "Uh, Yeah, that's probably a good idea, dude.
1: Okay.
4: (laughs) Okay.
0: Uh, What was I going to say? Matt, you haven't seen me walk on stage in the Lars white leather coat.
2: No, I don't think because I, I only saw you at First Avenue in Minneapolis, like you were talking about with, uh,
0: with the yep. last guest. Yep, we had a show at the uh, at the Caboose in Minneapolis a few years ago, and I just I don't know what it was. I was going out the door last minute, and I thought maybe some people are going to get this. I'm going to walk on stage <laughs> in my short shorts, in my drumming shoes with my sticks, but I'm going to have the leather, the Dude, white leather jacket on. That was
1: a packed show too. It was awesome. People were going nuts. That's awesome. They wanted the jacket, but he wasn't about to throw it out there.
0: Oh no, that's that's going to the grave with me.
1: I'll I'll spit my water on you, but you don't get my fucking jacket.
0: <laughs> uh, and, to, and to make things even uh,
2: even more um, a Lars love, I, I've actually had I've gotten two cups, and he's I know this sounds really gross to say from a man to a man, but he's he spit on me twice.
0: <laughs> and you loved every second of it.
2: For in in that moment. In that
0: moment, is that when your wife looks at you and goes, "Really? Are you kidding me?"
2: She wasn't at either. She she's not a rail person. Okay. She doesn't like going on the rail. So the shows, like, she she lets she actually lets me go to shows, um, uh, and and travel without her sometimes, which is really really awesome.
0: She is Great a rock me. star. Get yeah. spit on and walk away. <laughs> Back to jumping the fire. We got five more, dude. It's on you now, Shane. All right, I got my list. Who was Metallica? This is so easy. Who was Metallica's therapist during the Some Kind of Monster documentary era?
2: Phil, for whom the bell toll. <laughs> <laughs> Phil toll in his Christmas sweater
0: in July. The Cosby sweater, out. The Cosby. Name two bands that Mr. Rob Trujillo has been in, excluding Metallica.
2: Um, suicidal tendencies and infectious grooves
0: oh
1: dude I'm so glad he said those two and not instead of Ozzy Ozzy, yes in my opinion the true Rob Trujillo bands
2: yeah like I mean yeah those are the two that I think of uh, uh, love
1: infectious grooves
2: I'm I'm not a a huge uh, knowledgeable person about their catalog, but um, Suicidal I've started to get into. I've started to get into a lot of the heavier, harder metal in the last five or six years. Um, And I saw uh, Suicidal. I actually missed them at Orion um, because there's just so much going on at those festivals. I didn't see every band, but I saw Suicidal play Denver here, a place called the Summit Music Hall, and my God, those crowds are crazy.
1: Did you see them with Dave Lombardo? Uh,
2: Yes. Actually, that was, yeah, it was like three... Yeah, I think it was right before I actually went on the stadium tour in 2017 in May.
1: Very cool. Yeah, Shane and I we saw we saw them with Megadeth, and That's I awesome. I've never got the experience to see Slayer live, so I'd never seen Dave Lombardo perform live. So being able to at least see him with Suicidal for me, uh, even not being a drummer, but just being able to see him perform live, that was definitely a treat. And in the club. Yeah, I mean that was and great show it was just unfortunate that the the club here in the city they they just they overpacked it it was uncomfortable i remember me and shane and my dad and a buddy and my fiance we were all just like
0: that's right your dad was there
1: yeah we were all just piled in by the freaking sound booth and just like we could not move like once we got our spots it was like all right well sweating bullets literally but it was cool to see it was cool to see megadeth with chris adler too so that was
2: that was fun Yeah, I've gotten to see that as well. Yeah, yeah. Question
0: eight. True or false? You got like a 50% chance at this one, dude.
2: I I like these. I like these. Narrow it down.
0: That's what my Florida math is telling me. Saint Anger was almost called frantic. The album, not the song.
3: Yeah,
2: I feel like this was in Some Kind of Monster, and and I've seen that about 58,000 times. And I want to say my gut is telling me
0: true. Is that your answer?
2: That is my final answer,
0: Regis. Good work. Go with your gut, always. Okay. <laughs> I'm good. pretty sure Lars says
1: that on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh, I'm going to have to go with my gut here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. He was
2: on that he show. He was
1: on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and he says that.
0: Yeah, it was almost called Frantic. Lars wanted that, and from what I've heard from other people is two out of the four management people at Q Prime wanted it as well.
1: Yeah, huh. well Bob Rock also wanted Holier Than Thou to be the first single, so
0: Good point, good point.
1: Doesn't always
2: mean Yeah, that was we... that was a good that was a good conversation. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, you're like, you watch that, you know, and, and they don't really talk about and or Sandman in that. They're just like, yeah, the first song on this album needs to be holier than thou. And then they just go off. And you're like, well, what happened to that?
0: That's <laughs> when they tear away from that restaurant.
1: That's when Lars said, all right, turn the fucking cameras off. It's not going to be that song.
0: <laughs> Question nine. Who was James's guitar tech during the Black Elm tour who filled on guitar? After the pyrotechnic accident, John Marshall. Nice work, man.
2: Who was also in Metal Church, I believe.
0: Yes, he was. Yes. You know John Marshall's name, but you didn't know that Metal Militia ends with soldiers. <laughs> marching. I'm, I'm
2: telling you, man, it's going to kick me all the way. Wow. To...
0: You might not sleep till Fourth of July.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I got to get up for work here in about seven hours, so uh, count count that out. <laughs> might as well just start working now and get to the weekend
0: just crank it out it's never going to happen uh the last question i'm not worried about because you were at this show (laughs) (laughs) when did metallica play to live is to die in its entirety for the first time yeah at the uh
2: the fillmore shows in 2011 yes sir and it was night two it was uh december 7th 2011
0: Yes, sir. I was pinching myself the first two minutes of that moment going. I hope they play the whole thing because this is going to be amazing.
2: Yep, And then um, then they played Sandman after. And yes, you know that. And then and then he James goes, we had to get that one out of the way. Right. And, and I was thinking at that moment, I'll go, no, you didn't. You got eleven hundred people that don't need to hear that song in this place right now. <laughs>
0: but you can say you heard Sandman in a club.
2: <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Cause I actually um, saw the cover show in a, in a club.
0: Memory serves me correct. It went to live is to die Sandman and then into holier than thou.
2: Okay. Yep. As the years have gone on, um, I, I downloaded those on live Metallica and listened to them ad nauseum for years right. um, afterwards. But then as the time has dwindled, as has gone on, I've, I've I mix up the nights now, so
0: <laughs> it all becomes a blur when you when you see fifty seven shows in seventeen states and and three other countries. Correct.
2: Correct. Yeah, and I was I was gonna knock off two more states this year, but uh, thanks COVID nineteen.
0: Yeah, I think twenty twenty we can just skip all around and just go to twenty one and get on with things, right?
2: Pretty pretty much, yeah, yeah. Overall. That would be uh, that would be great if I could just be put into a coma for the next six months and wake up on
0: January 1st. I'd be good with that. Jeff, have you been to 890 sporting events in your life?
1: Dude, I don't think I've done anything 890 times.
2: (laughs) Anything? Have you listened to St. Anger 890 times?
0: Yes, he has.
1: 891, actually. There you go.
0: So do you have spreadsheets and whiteboards and posters to keep track of that 123 club stuff?
2: Yes. Yeah. I just, it's one spreadsheet with a lot of tabs. Um, and then once, once, a once a new stadium or arena gets built.
0: That's what probably go, screws you.
2: I have to go back. Um, so I went, I was at S and M two um, at the chase center. And uh, that doesn't count because I didn't see the golden state warriors play.
0: So you got to go to a warriors game at chase to make the chase center count.
2: Correct, yeah. And actually, I saw Metallica open up for the Rolling Stones in 2005. Yeah, 3Com. and 3Com? Yeah. It was, uh, was it 18? No, it was SBC Park
0: then. That's right. It went from Candlestick to 3Com to then th- that name, correct?
2: Yep. And then uh, now it's Oracle.
0: So if the name changes, do you need to go back?
2: <laughs> no, no. <I, laughs> no. <that. laughs> That That's not part of my rules. I, I make my own rules.
0: The Target Center is now fuck off arena. Oh, we got to go back. He makes it, He makes his own permits. I think but he does. When I was
2: out there in, in 05, I went to the Oakland Arena and saw the, the Warriors play. So I had them on the list, but then once they moved, I had to deduct
0: a number from the list. So how many people have done the entire 123?
2: That we know of because just like the Metallica Club there is a group that I've stumbled upon um, and, sure. and there's probably eight, eight or nine of them that are known. Um, and they try to now get, they went to the chase center to what they call recertify back in uh, January um, before the season got canceled. And they all met up and spent the weekend going to like college basketball games and, and they went to Warriors game. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty
0: nuts. That's a remarkable feat to pull it off. Do you have a, a date in mind when you, have a goal of completing it
2: well um i hope the fans uh, yeah i hope fans are are allowed to be back in arenas soon so i can get going again but uh 2025 i'm trying to do maybe 10, 10 to 10 to 12 um a calendar year for the next five years that's doable yeah yeah i think so
0: it's not too crazy
2: so yeah yeah spreadsheets for days my friend spreadsheets for days
0: that is so cool, man. I think we talk more sports than we did Metallica, and that's just...
2: It's about 50-50. <laughs> that's,
0: what's, that's what's so cool. Jeff and I had this idea of launching this podcast and thought, it's not going to be a subject or topic. It's just, let's start chatting and just see where the hell we derail to.
2: Yeah, I, I could probably talk for another... I, there's there's things that I made notes about that I could talk about for another hour and a half or two.
1: Jeff,
0: we got to have him back.
1: Yep, I definitely agree, because, you know... I'm- that it's crazy how fast you know like that hour goes by and you know and next thing you know you're pushing you know hour and a half two hours and it's like we could just keep going for days and days
0: (laughs) (laughs) the next time he comes on we're gonna have metal militia as the intro song
1: definitely or maybe the maybe the outro of it maybe the outro just
0: the march. maybe we'll just have the marching for the whole hour in the background
1: that's all you'll hear It won't. We won't even talk. Just Just taunting
2: me. Taunting me. Now, now I'm gonna go listen to Metal Militia (laughs) for the next seven hours until
0: I have to go to work. I'm sorry, man. You're never gonna live that down, Matt. So I'm nine out of ten, huh? Nine out of ten. That's uh, that's that's an uh, A minus. Now, I was was about to
1: say it's an A minus. That's still good
2: at least at least i um i answered the a song on the same record at least I, I i have some dignity left
0: all right we'll give you we'll give you a nine and a half then nine point five one three one four pi whatever
2: and, and and before we wrap up here i know since i, I don't know if you guys were going to go with the top five is that how you wanted to end this
0: oh that's right i the, forgot the
2: the, the the yeah i made a list i'm ready Oh, yeah. thought about it.
0: This is what uh, Wilson Sports sponsors us for because of the bloody volleyball with Tom Hanks. Not Cruz. I still have to think about that when I say it out
1: loud. He's like Castaway, Mission Impossible. Yeah, they're like kind of the same thing. All right, cool.
0: Jeez. All right, five songs. Thanks for reminding me. We've been all over the board tonight. I'm, I've got my mind wrapped around we sports. We got so
1: derailed with sports that it just that's kind of where we were at.
0: Before I forget... Uh, I even made a note about this to go back. Were you at uh, Mariano's retirement game when Sandman, when Metallica actually played Sandman in the fucking stadium during the game?
2: I moved, that was 2013, I want to say. And yeah, September 2013. And I moved here in Colorado in March okay. of 2013. So That's I was, not, that was six so months cool. removed from being on the East coast. Yeah. And then the Webster hall show, I wanted to go to that so bad and, and all my friends lined up and the losers line all got in. And I wasn't, I, I looked at flights cause they announced that Webster hall show in 2016, like three days before and flights were like $700 to go home. And I had to take like three days off cause it was a Tuesday and I
0: couldn't gotcha. make it happen. Yeah. Webster is right around. that was right around the record came out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was just like six weeks It was that was the end of september so yeah november
0: yeah that makes sense all right you're on the island for uh for forever and you got five songs man only five you've you've you know how it goes on here let's hear them
2: yeah so in, in no particular order um uh I, I went with more longer songs um and and some really good solos uh, so nice. I went with my favorite Metallica solo, 45, I think it's 45 seconds long. Uh, Freight Ends of Sanity. Nice. Um, disposable Heroes. That chug in the beginning of that song. just Oh,
1: that's a brutal you know, riff.
2: What, what really gets my dick hard is starting on Boom Boom. Boom Boom. <laughs> da, 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 Boom Boom. And also the riff in Disposable Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Jeff
0: knows that footage so well. <laughs> it's scary. So between freight and disposable, you already have about sixteen, seventeen minutes worth of material. That's a pretty good start,
2: yeah, yeah. um and then uh, four horsemen.
0: nice. that was one of mine. and
2: and I and i, I would I would think about doing the uh, the live shit version um just because that song live is so much more elevated um, because of the recording quality that was back in nineteen eighty three.
0: I know the question that Jeff's going to ask you. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm referring to the Leonard Skinner bridge.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, the uh, uh, Four Horsemen. When is you the, run
2: back and forth, I love that.
1: Well, yeah, but is the version, It's it, is it going to be with Skinner or without? <laughs>
2: Um and then actually the the fourth the fourth one on this list um is probably my the first Metallica song I fell in love with because I didn't have Master or Justice Um was Fight Fire with Fire.
0: Nice.
2: There, there's just something about that song. Um that I remember my sister, she's 12 years younger than me, and I would uh drive her to like the school bus or whatever, whenever I would I would try to put Metallica on, um like 17 and she's five. And she, she would call it the wedding. Oh, Matt, Matt, put that wedding song on. What? Because it starts out with the acoustic. Oh,
0: the acoustic, okay.
2: <laughs> and then I was like, oh, just wait for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, wait for the bomb to drop, literally. <laughs> the wedding song, Jeff for Fight Fire. I'm going to put that on our next That's set That's going to
1: be the new code name for it. Yeah.
0: Like, Disposable, Harvester, Wedding Song, Disappear.
1: That's going to be great.
2: then num- number five um is actually it's, it's funny i picked you know four songs from the first four records and now i'm gonna go with one off of hardwired nice uh, spit out the bone wow i i think spit out the bone is is arguably one of their one of their best songs i mean it's it just lasts forever and it just takes you on this ride
0: i was surprised after i digested the record for the first couple months when you get what I like to call comfortable with it. I Mm -hmm. was surprised that spit was not the opening track and hardwired was the closer.
2: I can almost, I I understand why hardwired was because they wanted like that hit the lights three minutes, smack you in the face. That's what it was. Okay. Now, now we're ready to go kind of thing. And then spit out the bone kind of followed the Death Magnetic, like My Apocalypse, it kind of felt like that. I mean, My Apocalypse is five minutes, Spit Out the Bones eight, but I had that same like thrash. Those it are did. the two most thrash songs they've, they've written since probably the 80s.
0: I was thinking just a long song for number one and a short song at the end, just like Death Magnetic.
2: Right, right. Yeah, yeah, kind of the opposite. But the, the My, My Apocalypse and Spit Out the Bone, I almost put them in the same category because they're the um, – the last song on the record. And actually All Within My Hands is probably my favorite um, St. Anger song as well.
0: Nice. I love that song. I love the version they did at S&M.
2: Oh, amazing. Amazing.
0: As, that was right up there with everything else. So Mr. Matt Angeli from Denver. Top five with Tom Hanks. Freight Ends. Disposable. Live version of Four Horse. Fight Fire with Fire. Is that with Newstead's backing vocals or Rob going?
2: Yeah, I'll I'll take Jason. Okay. All day long for that one. Just Rob's of vocals just can't compare to Jason's. I love Rob. Rob is is awesome. He's actually. We all know he's the longest tenured bassist in Metallica, but yeah, man, Jason was just awesome. He was he fit in like a glove.
0: And number five is spit out the bone. Out of those five, what's your favorite song?
2: Out of those five, that is a tough one.
0: Cue the Jeopardy music one more time.
2: I'd probably have to go with my first love there, the the Fight Fire with Fire, just because it was the first nice. real Metallica song. I mean, I Enter Sandman's a real song, but the first real song that um, from their thrash days that just got me going.
0: I'm with you, man. I think that's Fleezed as well from Red Hot Chili Peppers.
2: Yeah, the induction ceremony, he... Um, he mentioned that he put on Ride the Lightning and the first notes of Fire with fire, fire, just I forget what his words were, but um, yeah, I was at that as, I, actually as well. I was at the induction ceremony in Cleveland as well in 09.
0: You've been at everything, so you're just basically the fifth member we're going to call you.
2: <laughs> Dude, guys, Jimmy Page was on stage with Metallica.
0: I mean, that's, that's that was that's up there, wow. And I
2: was in the building. That was,
0: that was stupid. That's up there. <laughs> If only that building could have counted towards the one twenty three club.
2: <laughs> yeah, the what was it called? The the Cleveland Auditorium. Something like that. <laughs> some some itch, it was a hole.
0: <laughs> well, Jeff, what do you think, man? Have we uh, have we racked this guy's brain enough from the mile high city?
1: Oh, absolutely. I it's think, been fun, Matt. I think we got some really good stuff here. And I mean I I'm definitely jealous that you have got to see so many events. I mean I can only imagine what it'd be like to see, I mean, everything that you've seen from the concerts to the sporting events, I mean, you name it. That's that's cool, man. Very cool. Well,
2: I appreciate it.
0: Well done, Matt. That was uh that was fun for uh episode three, season one. For all of you listening out there, if you want to be a guest, like Mr. Matt from Denver, shoot us an email and podcast for all at gmail.com. Tell us when you think you're gonna finish your one twenty three club. And I bet you haven't been to 890 sporting events, but if you're close, shoot us a message, come on the show, talk all things Metallica, you drive the discussion. And uh, thanks again for listening and podcast for all. Thanks again, Matt.
2: Yeah, thanks. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for uh, allowing me to um, talk about myself for an hour and a half.
0: Absolutely. Stay in touch. Uh, Thanks for reaching out and uh, heck, maybe we'll talk to you soon down the road.
2: Sounds good, guys.
0: All right. Have a good one. Thanks, you too. Yep, see you, man. See you, Matt.
1: Rock
2: on.